singers and I at Peters welcome you to what's new we return today to Matthew chapter 16 moving on to verses 25 and 26 on our previous study our focus was on verses 23 and 24 of this 16th chapter in these verses Jesus speaking to his followers made it very clear that in order to follow him a person must deny himself in other words put self out of the picture and put Christ in place of self. Then take up our cross and follow him. Now, here in verses 25 and 26, Jesus continues the subject that he began in verse 24. He is saying, in essence, that anyone who will not assume the risk involved in becoming a disciple of Christ will, in the long run, lose his life eternally. Of course, the opposite is also true. Now, here are verses 25 and 26, and Matthew writes as follows. For anyone who keeps his life for himself shall lose it, and anyone who loses his life for me shall find it again. What profit is there if you gain the whole world and lose eternal life? What can be compared with the value of eternal life? Here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. On one occasion, Jesus said to Peter and to his disciples, If any man would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. I spoke about those three things on the last program of What's New. Peter has indicated his self-centeredness by insisting that God's plan for Jesus should not come to pass. He shouldn't have to suffer and die. That should never happen to Jesus. Peter didn't want the cross. He wanted immediate glory. Jesus said, Peter, you'll have to deny yourself the immediate. 
Let's not read more into those words, deny yourself, than is there. It does not mean that we should go without meat on Friday, or fast once a month, or live without modern conveniences or many other things that man will deny himself. Some even justify self-mutilation on the basis of these words of Jesus. Certainly Jesus never even remotely suggested that. By the words, take up his cross, Jesus meant to insist on complete submission to the Father's will, like a convicted criminal of Rome, who was forced to carry his own cross, indicating complete submission to Rome. Now, Jesus continued, whoever wants to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for me will find it. Matthew 16, 25. That sounds like double talk, but it's really very simple. Peter has just told Jesus, in effect, that he has a better plan for Jesus than God's. Peter's plan is that Jesus should not suffer and die. He should not lose his life. Peter didn't want Jesus to go through the pain, but to receive directly the glory. Peter didn't understand that the process of suffering and pain was the way Jesus had to go in order to bear our sin. What Peter wanted for Jesus, he no doubt wanted also for himself and the other disciples, no pain, just glory. Jesus said you have to lose your life. That is, you must bear the cross. If God's will calls for suffering, shame, and pain, then gladly bear it. You may feel like you're losing your life, but you'll gain life in the end. Perhaps Jesus is speaking about eternity, but no doubt he is also including the life now. Losing your life in Christ makes for real, meaningful, purposeful life here, and it assures eternal life down the road. Then Jesus made that memorable statement. What good will it do for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? Those are tremendously incisive words. They go right to the core of our humanness. What will it be for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? For Peter, life was earthbound. He had the short view. He considered only the now, the long haul of suffering and pain he didn't want for Jesus nor for himself. Jesus said, so you gain the whole world. That's just material. It's just matter. Many of us humans can't see beyond the material. Our vision stops there. Eternity is too iffy. We don't want to take the risk, but faith is a risk. When becoming a Christian and by turning over our life to the Savior, we take a risk. If we don't make things our priority, we may lose it all. We're afraid to think in terms of eternity. I had a friend who made a lot of money. He thought he had it made. He once told me that of our group, only he and another man, a doctor, had made it. What he was after was the whole world, to use Jesus' term here. My friend wouldn't risk accepting Christ as his Savior. The cost in material things might have been too high. He was wealthy, but one day he took his own life. He lost it all. 
life wasn't worth living, and he took nothing with him. When a man dies, and you ask how much did he leave, the answer is he left it all. Our material things don't fit into eternity. My friend's death made a tremendous impact on my life. Material things really do not satisfy the hunger in the human soul, but they seem to. They get a grip on a person which is almost impossible to break. That material things satisfy is an illusion. They just don't. Satan makes material things far more important than they really are. He has convinced man that that's where value lies. But we were created for more than just matter things. Step out in faith. It's a risk, yes. We take risks all the time. Farmers take risks with crops. Doctors take risks with patients. Inventors take risks and so on and on. Finally, faith involves a risk too. Suppose you play it safe like my friend. You know life on this planet. It's familiar territory. You want to ensure the security it offers and not risk it. Suppose you gain the whole world, and having gained it all, you discover that life isn't worth living, like my friend. It's possible to have it all, and to wake up one morning and find that life isn't worth living after all. You discover that what makes life worth living can't be found in wealth or in things. You missed the most important thing in life. You missed what gives life real meaning. And what's far more crucial is that you missed the opportunity for a place with the Lord in the next dimension. You've forfeited your soul. It's been sacrificed on the altar of prosperity, and you can't buy it back. That's Jesus' question here. What can a man give in exchange for his soul? That word exchange means price. The human soul has no price. Nothing material is worth one single human soul. Forever in his 
What's New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.